good morning to every, everyone. Uh, we thank God for being here. Covenant Partners, we want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners this morning. And at this time, we're going to ask you to get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads. Now, this morning, before I began in the Word, I had a couple of people to hand me notes. I had a couple of people to speak with me. And I thought it'd be nice just to have some confirmation to what's being preached. A lot of times when God says, you know, he tells me to come in here and he'll tell me to tell you all something, you'd be surprised at how many other people have heard the same thing, which is confirmation that I didn't just make this up. Amen? So what we're going to do this morning, if you have your Bibles, your pens, and your pads, and if you're going to label your journal, we're going to be talking about the change. We're going to be talking about the change. Amen. Now, Elder Wonder started it off. I didn't even know she was going to say that, uh, but um, it's happening, and I thank God. So this morning, this is what we're going to do. These are the people that talk with me. I didn't go hunting them down, so no, it didn't happen like that. They just told me that, you know what, the word that the Lord gave you, I mean, I'm, I'm experiencing it, okay? So this is the order we're going to go in. Uh, Minister Donna Pritchard shared with me, okay? The Moffitt family shared with me, and Minister Deborah Hill shared with me, amen? So at this time, I want you to please receive them with love, amen? I want you to receive Minister Donna Pritchard, and then next, the Moffat family, and then next, Minister Deborah Hill, and we will come back with the word. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Let's receive them. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Like Bishop said, she ain't going to looking for it. Last Sunday afternoon, she called me to just, just to discuss something else in regard to the service. And I wanted to share with her, and I had to go back and look at my calendar, the 14th which was the Monday before this past Sunday. I got out, I went into work. The temperature on my thing in the car, I have a habit of looking at temperatures, times, that's just me, to, to capture things. But I looked at the temperature in my car, it said 89 degrees. I'm like, oh Lord, it's hot early. But when I got out my car and I went into work, I felt a cool breeze. And it wasn't just a breeze, it was the crispness in that cool breeze. And to me, it was saying, oh, Lord, fall is coming. And then Bishop come in Sunday and say, a change. And I received it. Sunday, I stayed. Me and my sister was here. We were here till a little after 3. And we had instructions last Sunday. Go home. Take the word home with you. Speak it over your property, your land, your whatever. Speak that change over it. So I got my oil because I had to get a new bottle of oil. I emptied it. And I went around my property. I was just, Lord, I receive your change. I kept saying my address, I receive your change. And in the midst of that, I felt that breeze. My thought, just my opinion, is when you receive what God says, he'll let you experience it. But you got to receive him and you got to believe him. Y'all be blessed in the Lord. Praise the Lord, saints. Our uh, testimony go in the exact same way. Uh, hold on, I had to write it down because I don't want to forget it. Okay, on uh, August the seventeenth at seven thirty seven ten minutes after seven in the morning. Now you gotta gotta mind you now the weeks prior to this at five thirty in the morning it's already eighty degrees. Amen. At five thirty, here it is seven ten minutes after seven. I'm going, I'm driving up 65, around Bruton area. The temperature right now is 75 degrees. Cool, like Donna, like my sister said, it's cool, it's crisp, and it's, in, you know, it's pleasant. But the spirit of joy, peace, calmness fell on me. And I heard a gentle voice that's saying, in the beginning of the spiritual calendar year, until the beginning of the natural year, some will receive the Malachi 
316 blessing. Some won't. Some won't because they have not received it. They have not. They, they reject the word that's going forth. But the Lord has said there will be a Malachi 310 receiving blessing between the, uh, the spiritual year and the new year. That goes all in line with Bishop had brought last week. So, like my sister and most others, me and my wife got out. <clears throat> we got out. We got our bottle of oil. We did scripture. We did prayer. We walked all the way around the whole yard. This is how I know God is real. When we made it back around to our front of the yard, we end our prayer right in front of our house. And there was two doves sitting right on the, on the ground. They didn't move. They just kept doing their business. And as soon as we said amen and walked off, they flew off. That was Sunday. The next day, I get home. There's a dove sitting at our back door. I'm walking up to the door. He just walked straight off. He ain't fly. He just walked. Like he's walking the grounds himself. I go in, I go in my house, come back out, because I gotta go pick up faith. Go come back out. He's walking up by my truck. Still ain't move. I get in my truck, now he flies off. So I don't know the spiritual meaning of it, but I know what I received. God's blessing is coming. Amen. The new season is here. Amen. Not coming, but it's here. My household have received it. It's up to you whether or not you want to receive it. Be blessed. Praise the Lord. Okay, so Bishop called me on last Sunday just to discuss other things. And in the midst of that conversation, I just shared with her how when I get up in the morning headed to work and I'm going out the door around 6.30, 7 a.m. And it's like everybody say, it's already hot. You know, it's almost 90 degrees that early. But for the last couple of weeks before last Sunday, every morning I would get in my truck. I would notice the leaves falling from the trees. And I'm like, Lord, it's so hot, but even the seasons still are being obedient to your word. It's, it's fall is upon us because even the trees are lining up. So I just want to say to everybody, God will allow you to experience whatever you receive in his word. The seasons are already changing. The atmosphere is, is, is manifesting it. So our spiritual eyes and our natural eyes are going to begin to see the manifestation of God of change in the atmosphere. Amen. Be blessed. Praise the Lord. Just want to share some confirmation. Just want to share some confirmation with you. Let me say this too. I've been hearing it for a while. The Lord been saying, tell the people to come up. Now listen to, listen to this real good. He says, tell the people to come up. And yesterday in the afternoon, it got real plain. So I said, okay, Lord, I understand now. Because I don't like to bring a word if it's not plain to me. He said, tell the people to come up because blessings are about to fall. In line with, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm at home in my kitchen. You know, I don't, I don't run, I do not run with the congregation. Not because I don't want to be with you, but I need to stay in my place. You understand what I'm saying? I was not with the Moffats, but I'm telling you what God has been saying. He's saying, church, you need to come up. And let me, let me tell you what come up mean. Let me tell you what it means. If you would go with me, please, to Isaiah. Okay, go to Isaiah. Oh, Lord. I want to find it. Thank you, Jesus. I had been um, asking the Lord. I want to find that. Wait just a minute. Not that one. Oh, no, that's too far. Okay. We need to go to... 
okay. Now, I had been praying and praying. I said, Lord, you know, a lot of times when I, you tell me, you say, you'll say, go tell a person to come up. Go tell a person to come up. You know, now I know it means to come from where you are, okay? What's happening is sometimes we get to seeing what's in the natural. And then we allow that to bring us down to that area. You understand what I'm saying? So God will send a word sometimes when you're too low, because if you stay too low, you miss what God is doing. Amen. Now, this, this is true. Even with this seasonal change and, 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 and uh, God going to do the season changing, uh, he's going to bring in the new year, he's going to bring in the blessings. If we stay down too low, you're going to miss it. So, but then he gave me a scripture. Would you go to Isaiah, the 55th chapter? So the next time you hear that word go forth in the church, when the Lord says, tell so-and-so to come up, tell so-and-so to bring their mind up to me, it really means move from where you are. You're in a bad place. You're about to miss what God is fixing to do. Okay? You, you, he's about to do it. But you're going to miss it because where? You're in your flesh. Whether it's the flesh of sorrow, the flesh of po is me, the flesh of, oh, I don't believe the Lord, you're about to miss it. Okay? So he gave me Isaiah 55, and I'm going to read verses 6 through 9. And it says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Okay, so God is saying, look, I need you not to go that way. I need you to come go my way. Okay, so with this spiritual change coming in, what those of you that are already experiencing it, you got to keep it. Don't let nobody talk you out of it. Don't let the weather talk you out of it. Don't let people talk you out of it. You stay right there. Guess what? And as the seasons change and we move into it, all, you're gonna be, you'll just go right into it. Okay, he says, um, let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Here's the come up. Here's when God tells somebody to come to you, a, 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 a spiritual person, a person in leadership or a saint of God that's, you know, living it and they praying, they seeking the Lord, they living for the Lord. And they say, oh, the Lord said for you to come up. He said, bring your mind up. This is what he's talking about. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. I said, oh, God, wait a minute. He says, neither, wait a minute, neither are your ways my ways. Amen. He says, I don't do it the way you do it. So I need you to get in line with me, with him. Amen. He said, okay, he says, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For, watch this. Here it is. When he says, come up higher, come up higher. He says, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my what? Ways. His what? Ways. Okay. So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Amen. We have to get our thinking, watch this, not only our thinking, but our way, you know, over into the spirit. And how come it is we let the world outdo us? I, my daughter, well, Elder Courtney, okay, Elder Courtney had come to me. She said, oh, Mom, she says, you need to go to the... Um, well, it's stores, you know. And she said, oh, they already got out pumpkin spice, Mom. And, oh, they got the pumpkin stuff out, yada, yada. How is it the world can do it? And the church just sitting in the dark ages, talking about, oh, poor boy is me. I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on the And the world just running on. She said, Mom, they already got up Halloween stuff. I'm thinking, what? In August? Well, what is it they know? When for years in this ministry, the Lord has always given us the word for the next year in August. I'm watching the pattern. I really am. I'm trying to see, is, this, is there a pattern here? It comes, all, it comes early. Amen. And it's true. So I got out and, um, you know, she's a big, uh, Elder Courtney's a big, huh? Yeah, she's a big pumpkin spice lover. I mean, man, she loves it, you know. So I was in the store and I was looking around and I saw some things you know, and I said, oh, my goodness. I said, what, Elder Court? What? I don't call her that. I said, what, 
What Courtney said, it, look, it's here. I saw the, the pumpkin spice, and then Dunkin' Donuts came on. And oh, God, that thing looked yum yum, though. <laughs> I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about going by there. That looked, yeah, yum, yum, yum. They got a pumpkin spice coffee with a little orange icing on it. I said, oh, Lord. And Halloween stuff is up. I mean, wait a minute, SoundCloud. We do not celebrate Halloween. We celebrate hallelujah. So, but I'm just saying, it's out. So how come the church can't believe? Wait a minute. Why can't we believe the Lord, especially when in this ministry, I'm not talking about anywhere else, it happens. I don't have to run down to the weather station and say, hey, make it do this. No, God takes care of his own business. And when it's a word from the Lord, guess what? He handles his business. Seasons are changing. And I'm like the the people that got up and confirmed it. It doesn't matter who doesn't believe it. I'm not missing mine. All right. So we're going to be talking about the change. So I want to give you some scriptures this morning. Today is the 27th of August. And for years, God has allowed me to share with you about the Jewish New Year and about how we are a part of the Jewish family through Jesus Christ. It's in the word. It says, and if you be Christ in Galatians, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And we we found out that that word seed means descendants. Okay. Now. Why is our Canaan called spiritual? And why is Israel's Canaan called natural? It is because in the book of Exodus and Genesis, the Lord promised them a geographical location. Ours is spiritual because we had to be born again. Okay? We were talking about can a spiritual God produce a natural table, and he can. He can. Amen? So just because you hear the word spiritual Canaan, that does not mean that you're not going to receive blessings because our God is able to furnish a natural table. Amen? Amen? So we're talking about the change. We're dealing with the word that God gave on August the 20th. So the Holy Spirit spoke and said this year, and we all know it, has been filled with pressure from every side, okay, coming from every direction, in waves, okay? The Holy Spirit spoke and said, but a shift is coming, okay? The seasons are moving toward a change. The seasons are changing, And our foundational scripture, part of our foundational scripture, let's go to Exodus chapter 3. We got to stick with the word. I don't like to, you know, I've never been one. That's not how God uses me. He he doesn't give me things without a scripture. So it, you know, okay, Exodus chapter 3. All right, so you can have the word. I like the way Elder Wanda said that a north wind is coming. I like that. <laughs> I, li- I said, oh, Lord, listen at this. Okay. Exodus chapter 3, verse 7. Okay. And this is what the Lord says. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people. Say, the Lord has seen. The Lord has seen. The pressure, the pressure that, we're that we're up under. And he has. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. Now, there are a couple of words in here that the Lord allowed me to break down, and I want, we're going to go over them as, when I finish. Amen? Amen? Look what he says, and I'm come down. Say, the Lord is coming down. How many times have you heard that in that ministry? Shonda is coming down. <laughs> I said, oh, Lord, if that's not the word of the Lord, what, what does that mean? Shonda. It's the higher 
coming. To bring in the change. And I'm telling you, God told me to tell you, it's money coming. To you. But you got to come up. Or you will miss it. Money is coming. He said, tell them to bring their mind up because the blessings are coming. Jesus said, I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up. Now, like you remember, we talked about this on last Sunday. We've been talking about this. I like this word. Watch this. He says, I'm going to bring them up unto a land. Wait a minute. He says, up. Out of that land. What land, Lord? I'm going to bring out the land of sorrow. I'm going to bring out the land of oppression. I'm going to bring... We're going to go over these words, though. We're going to go over these words. He says, I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land unto a good land, a large that's that pressure. That pressure puts you in that place like you in a box. And you can't do, move here. And you can't move to the left. You can't move to the right. You can't go far. But God said, I'm coming to break that. I'm coming to. Yes, He said, I'm going to give you space to move. It's been too long. The oppressor been had their foot on our neck. Too long, said the Lord. Jesus, how that much? He says, unto a land flowing with milk and honey. That just means good things. Huh? Unto the place of the Canaanites. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just and will eventually come into the hand. It's going to eventually, that's what the breakdown says. It's going to eventually come into the hands of them for whom, for them, of them for whom it was already prepared. See, God's blessings are for the righteous. When he created the Garden of Eden and put Adam and Eve in there, they were righteous. And when Jesus Christ came, like 1 Corinthians said, as the second Adam, see, the first Adam was a living soul. But the second Adam was a quickening spirit to bring in what? Life. And the second Adam, who is Jesus Christ, has brought us back to the Garden of Eden. Come out and say, Canaan. Canaan. The land that flows with milk and honey. Let me, let me, I want to share these words with you because the Lord helped me. He told me to do this, so I just want to share it with you. Amen. Okay. All right. Notice he says in verse 7, And the Lord said, I have surely seen your affliction. Do you know, now, when you hear this, I don't know about you, but I just went to shouting because it is so exact. It's so exact. Afflictions, listen at this, are problems of this life. It is pain. It is suffering. It is distress. It is hardship. You're going to tell me that hadn't been going on? Amen. But what did the Lord say? I've seen it. Huh? Notice what he says. He says, I've come to get my people out of Egypt. Now, this is mostly for those that are backslidden, in sin, you still, you talking about you love the Lord, but you still doing sinful things. He says, I want you out of there. When you think about the Jewish New Year, and I'm getting just a little ahead of myself, it is called Rosh Hashanah, or the blowing of the trumpets, okay? But then you have to think about what they calling them too. It is a time of reflection and repentance, so what are, what are the Israelites doing? They get ready for Yom Kippur, which is in 10 days after the first day of Rosh Hashanah, 
Rosh Hashanah begins on, listen at this, September the 16th, 2023. On your calendar, it's going to say September 15th. But the actual name will show up on the 16th. Why is that? Because those days don't begin for the Israelites until the evening. Oh. What, what did the Lord tell Adam and Eve? I'm coming in the cool of the day. Yeah. That's all right. I'm going <laughs> to preach it anyway. It, it, oh, gee. It's all right. I'm going to preach it. It's, come on, baby. I'm going to preach it anyway. Amen. Rosh Hashanah starts on September 15th. But it doesn't begin until 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And the full day of it is on September the 16th, 2023. Well, you know me. 16, 6 and 1 is what? And 7 means what? (laughs) I don't care if you don't like me. I earn the right to do what I'm doing. I get beat up, talked about. Yeah, so I'm going to preach. Mad as well. I said, wait a minute, Lord, this thing lining up beautifully. Six and one is seven. That means completed. And, and I know what you're going to do. See, this is what you're going to do. 2024, four, five, six, seven, eight, new beginnings. I don't know if anybody remember this because so much was going on. We were under so much pressure. But in June, one of the Sundays in June, I just, it just blurted out of my mouth. 2024, God says the year restart. Uh-oh. Did y'all hear that? Some people heard it. Somebody heard it. But it, it shook me because of the wording. I said restart. <laughs> you know, I went home, you know. I went home to the kitchen. That's where I go when I got to think and talk to the Lord. So I'm in there getting, trying to get my little dinner. I said, Lord, what that mean? Restart. That's a, that's a weird word. So I went on, though. I wrote it down, but I went on. Guess what restart means? It means, can, can, it means a new beginning. It means to start Again, when Rosh Hashanah comes in and the trumpets begin to blow, the Israelites hear that trumpet, the blast of that trumpet. It calls them into a holy convocation so they can start reflecting on what happened this year so they can prepare for the new year. Because they don't want to take the old. uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. They don't want to take the old into the new year. But guess what else they're doing? They're praying for prosperity, healing and health, and peace for the new year. That's what they want in the new year. You see, the Israelites, the Hebrews believe in prosperity. You see, the Greek word for salvation and the Hebrew word for salvation says That salvation implies safety, deliverance, healing, health, preservation, and prosperity. That's what salvation means to the Hebrew people. To the Christian, for a long time, the only thing that salvation meant to us was saving us from sin. Keeping us from going to hell. But it's so much more. And God wants us not to miss this new season coming in. He wants us to tap into it and live there. Change your mindset. Repent. See, repent is not always about the sin I've done, but what about the sin against God and his word? Oh, my Lord. I'm looking for it. I'm waiting on it. Hello? Hello? Notice what he says. He used the word. He says, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. Okay, let me tell you about that. Do you know what Egyptians are? Unbelievers. Sinners. Here's the other one. Non-covenant people. They're not in covenant with God. They're in covenant with the devil. 
They're outside of Jesus Christ. And we got too many folk that talking about I'm a Christian and you deep in sin. You're not in covenant. No, you better get yourself together because the change is coming. The seasons are going. To, I don't care who, I don't care if Donald Duck come and say. It's just too hot out there. The seasons are changing. Amen. Do you know what taskmasters are? <laughs> this blew my mind. They are permanent by the devil to oppress you. So what the devil does, he goes around and finds people with leaks in their lives and holes in their lives, and they accuse you. They become your taskmaster. They oppress you, but it's okay. I didn't, I bit my back. You done whipped me. But my God say he done seen the sorrow. He done heard the cry. He seen my oppressors. Yeah. Hey! Hey! Wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen at this, y'all. Listen at this. Taskmasters are appointed by the devil to oppress and to bring your spirits down. Appointed by the devil to impose a task or a burden with labor, one who afflicts another. Are y'all hearing this? But yet the Lord said, I'm come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. I've, I've seen their afflictions. I've heard, praise God, they cry by reason of their taskmasters. I know their sorrows. What are sorrows? Deep distress caused by a loss. Disappointment or other misfortune suffered by oneself or others. Y'all ain't here. If I was the devil, I'd go ahead on and surrender. I wouldn't even wait to September the 16th. I'd just go ahead on and let you go. I'd just go ahead on and let you go. Yeah, <laughs> It's a healing animal. Oh, it's coming. The healing is coming, said the Lord. Oh, the healing is coming. I said, the healing is coming. I said, and I'm not afraid. If you don't stop, some people are going to drop dead. Because you know the Egyptians drowned. Somebody ought to praise him. He said, I've seen your oppression. That's prolonged, cruel, or unjust treatment. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Or control. Long, they stayed in Egypt 430 years. So I don't need you to sit there and calculate how long it's been going on. I just need you to understand it went on for a long time. Uh-huh. But God is saying the change is coming. Seasons are changing. And the Egyptians... Your afflictions, your taskmasters, and your sorrows, and your oppressors going to have to turn loose. Now, I know when I read, listen at this, he says, I've come to deliver them out of Egypt. Egypt is either sin, listen at this now, just don't run out the church, is sin or the world system that is without God. 
Okay, so if we've been looking to the world system and that's all you've been looking at, if you've just been looking one way, no, God is saying, I need you to look to me. I need you to look to me. He said, I need you to look to him. He needs you to look to him. He's Jehovah Jireh. He is your provider. He's Jehovah Tiskanu. He is your righteousness. He's Jehovah Shammah. He is the abiding presence when all else is gone. Come on now. David said, he called him, he said, my God, my God. He said, I long to see you like I've seen you in the sanctuary. Well, well, that word, my God, my God means a personal relationship with him. God is saying, I don't want you to have a personal relationship with the world systems. I want you to have a personal relationship with me, with the Lord God Almighty. My God means an abiding presence when all else is gone. When everybody done walked away from you, God said, I have not left you alone. I'm with you. My God, he's a sufficient resource in every crisis. Somebody say, my God. Somebody say, call him my God. And Pharaoh is the devil. Pharaoh is is that person that think they can't be moved. (laughs) They think they God now. (laughs) They don't let the devil fool them. Shada. Into thinking they God. They yoga. You know, I done got grown. People get crazy with me. I say, you ain't none of my God. See, when I was in the world, I used to say, you ain't my daddy, you not my mama, and your show ain't my sisters or my brother. But now, I don't have but a couple of words for him. You are not my God. Come on, tell that devil, say, you not my God. Say, I don't listen to the devil talk. I don't listen to the devil's words. I don't do what the devil tell me to do. I don't go where the devil tell me to go. I don't go to devilish places. Unless I'm taking the word. Unless I'm taking the light. Unless I'm coming to minister to you. Hello. You're shining, Anna. You shining for me. You shining for me. Yeah, you shining. She calling you. Yeah, she going to call you. Well, call on, baby. Call on. Private conversation. Are we prepared to be free? Yeah. I am. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to get you. I don't even know if I need to give you this. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Those sheets there because that's soon to be gone. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the Lord said. The seasons are changing. The seasons are changing. Yes, Lord. Rosh Hashanah starts on Friday, September the 15th. But it ends on Sunday, September the 17th. Rosh Hashanah or called Feast of Trumpets. Go to Leviticus 23. Aren't you glad trouble don't last always? (laughs) Woo! Huh? I'm so glad trouble don't last always. Mm. I'm so glad Trouble don't last always. Weeping may endure for a night. All right. All right. Thank you, Lord. Woo! All right. All right. Woo! 
Don't you dare! <laughs> Don't you dare sit up in here talking about I wish you could There is no wish you could God is still God all by himself. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he got to repent. It's not coming like you thought, though. It's not coming like you thought, but it is on the way. So when it comes, say, thank you, Jesus. Don't go back in the time. Oh, Lord, this is not what we asked for. Oh, Lord, I thought, ah, oh, stop that devil out and say, thank you, Jesus, because it's on the way. Oh, Jesus, I thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 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 Sister Mavis, it's, it's still in the working, but it's, it's, being, it's being lined up. There's a new car on your way. It's coming your way. I see it. What? Lord have mercy. Okay, baby. All right. All right, then. <laughs> I saw you driving. I saw you driving. Ooh. 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 <laughs> well, it's yours. It's yours. <laughs> Give him glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Can I tell you why it got released? Is that all right? It's because you love this ministry. See, people don't believe the vision that when you sow into this, this real. I don't know about nothing else. I'm not saying anything else is not real. I'm just saying that's real. And the Lord had told me. He told me, Sarah, he said, I'm going to bless her with a car. He said, because she loves this ministry. She supports this ministry. And even though she didn't have a way to get here at that time, when we would talk, she said, Pastor, I miss y'all. So you don't hear that all the time. It's always, you see, God know your motives. That's all I got to say about you. He know what you, what you came for today. Did you come for Jesus in the word or did you come for something? But anyway, he said he gave it to you, baby, because of your love for the vision and you supporting the vision. And go ahead on and rejoice. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just a few more and then we're going to soon quit. Amen. I want you to see this in Leviticus, the 23rd chapter. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen, 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 amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Leviticus 23, 23, and the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, in the first day of the month, shall you have a Sabbath, a memorial, a blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. You should do no civil work therein, but you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Also on the tenth day of this seventh month, there shall be a day of atonement. And that's the day, ten days after Rosh Hashanah is Yom Kippur. Amen? So, the blowing of the trumpets, they call Israel together for a solemn, holy convocation. During this time, there was a period of ten days for self-examination and repentance. Well, you know, we do that, right? December. Well, I know I do. I look back over the year. I, see, I ask God, what improvements do I need to make? I need you to help me. I repent for the whole year. Lord, whatever I did. Who was, oh, I love the way somebody said that this morning about repentance. You, we don't know what, if we've done, was that you, Minister Maurice? Minister Maurice said, we don't know if we've done something. Amen. Stop being so self-righteous. I take a day in December, I sit down, I get before the Lord, I repent, I ask him to please help me to do better on the following year with his help. Huh? Lord, what seen, unseen, known, unknown, I repent. Forgive me. Forgive me. It's leading up to the Day of Atonement. It, it typifies the time when Israel will be regathered to the land prior to her national repentance. Something I want to tell you about Israel. Israel got the land of Canaan. They got a natural land. But their spiritual change, all of them have not received it. When Jesus came on the scene for us, he is our Canaan. Okay? He brought in everything. Listen good. He not only brought in our salvation, but he brought in everything that Israel received in natural Canaan. But we received our spiritual restoration. We have received our salvation. Now, there are many people. There are lukewarm people. There are backsliders. There are people with one foot in the church and still one foot in the world. They got to come on up to. Amen. But I'm just saying, Israel is still waiting to know, to have that veil removed of Jesus Christ being God. But the church already know Jesus Christ is God. He's God. What? All by himself. Now, the Jewish people have two calendars. They have a civil calendar. We got it. I got to get you this. You got to hear this. And they have a religious calendar. Okay. Their religious calendar begins with Passover. They have two calendars. Jewish people have two calendars a religious calendar, and a civil calendar. The religious calendar begins with Passover. That's where they put the blood on the door, and the Lord delivered them out of Egypt, remember? But get this, they have a civil calendar, and it begins in September with Rosh Hashanah. Get this, please. The civil calendar is the official calendar of kings when they were installed, Childbirths and contracts. You know what a contract is? A covenant. So we're in the time, we're in the legal time, the original time, the changing of the seasons, the, 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 the new coming in by contract. Contract is covenant. What did Jesus say in Matthew? He says, this is my blood. In the New Testament, new covenant, new agreement, hello, for the sins of many. We're under that covenant. So just like they could repent and do self-evaluation, we can do it too. All the way up from September the 16th, all the way up to the 10 days of Yom Kippur. And then we already know, we don't have to bring a lamb except for accept and appropriate the lamb of God, Jesus Christ. What are you doing? You're preparing your new year. You're settling your new year. That's what we're doing. It's nothing strange about that. God can furnish a table. He's a spiritual God, but he can furnish a natural table. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
thank you, Lord, for the contract. Tell him, say, thank you, Jesus, for the contract. Thank you, Lord. Let me tell you something. God is good. God is good. I, I didn't, I don't think I wanted to. He, he's already got me working on the new bookmarks um, for 2024. They'll come out after September. And this year, you're not going to have a whole lot to say, you know. And one, one day, God has already promised me he's going to allow me to sit down and compose from the time he started this all the way down to whatever year it'll be, 2024, whatever, all of the declarations. The only difference is you won't have a year. It'll just read what, like the, the year of the one thing. We, we ought to still be a one thing person. <laughs> the year of expectancy and hope. We ought to always be in expectancy for God to do something. Each one of them have a meaning. And because it was God breathed, it's eternal. Twenty twenty four. The Lord spoke in June. He said, twenty twenty four is the year of restart. And restart means to start again, new start or new beginning. Twenty twenty four will be the year of restoration, healing, and increase. And Lord knows from all these oppressors, we're gonna need restoration. You see how Sister Mab was back there praising God? See, that's gone now. That, 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 that oppression gone. No, no, I'm being serious. That's the way we ought to be. I've never seen so many quiet people. You know, I was sick unto death, and the Lord healed me, and he blessed me. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, where the joy? You got it? <laughs> Where the joy? Did he really? I mean, did he do something? <laughs> what did he do? Church, it's going to happen. Well, you've been in here long enough. I don't have to keep iterating that. Y'all have been under this ministry and under my leadership with the Lord help. Because I can't do nothing. I can't lead you nowhere. But with his help, the seasons are about to change. Give him praise.